Hey listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. We're so excited to have you here today. We've got a whole room full of people. Michael Wally's at the controls over there. Hey, Michael. He doesn't have a mic. Just wave. He's waving. Hey, Bill Emiot is here. Hello, Chuck. Leader of our training team <laughs> here at Life with Kids. And then director of Life with Kids, Jana Magruder, is our special guest. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm so good. How are y'all? Good. Great. We it good? feels like... Good. I know. There's a lot of it? microphones going. I know. <laughs> feels like a good day to talk about Kidman stuff. Yes. Why not? Isn't every day a good day to talk I about that? I think so. It yes. really is. That's what we do. But first... Yes. Well, you asked me before we went on, do you have one of these questions yeah, you're going to spring on me? So now questions. you gave me no choice. Okay. I didn't intend to, but now we kind of have to. Okay. So here's Bring what I want to know. What is it right now that brings you joy? What is in your life that's bringing you joy right now? How's that for a good question? We'll that's give her a, a second question. to answer. Yeah. That's a good question. I know what she's going to say, though. You do? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. We'll see if you're right. <laughs> Everybody write down your answers. She's going to say, write them down. Got that? All right, Jana. Okay. What is it that brings you joy? Well, we are at the very end of winter in Nashville. And it has been a long time for me to get, uh, and I'm still not used to it, the long winters of Nashville mm. compared to the non-existent winters in Texas. It's kind of gray. <laughs> it's gray. It's wet. dark Ugh. at 4.30. Yes. It stays cold. Like today is 21 degrees, mm-hmm. and it's March. And March is supposed to already be spring. Right. You know, so anyway, um, what gets me through these long winters? This is, is going to show you how unfun I am. Okay, all right, go ahead. <laughs> so I love uh, watching Masterpiece Theater. Oh, on <laughs> PBS. Near <laughs> what I wrote no, down. On my I piece thought of paper. she was going to say the Great British Baking Show or something. No, no, I watch Victoria, which is about Queen Victoria. Um, that's the current series right so, now. And I enjoy my tea with oh, Masterpiece Theater. There you go. And so, I mean, when you think Masterpiece Earl Theater, Gray. I think England. It's always right? England. Which is always dreary and rainy and And, cold. and so I've just decided to embrace, embrace it. it. Embracing it. I get, you know, cuddle up next to the fireplace, turn it on, get my tea. With your heavy Lifeway Kids blanket. Yes. 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 <laughs> and and I, I watch masterpiece you know masterpiece is what brought us downton abbey yes. so i've already oh. that's already over but now it's it's victoria and i absolutely love it i'm gonna have to check out and victoria. this gets you through the winter it gets me through but the it winter brings you joy that's the it, it brings question. me joy because i just embrace you know i would i would love to live in england one day <laughs> so, well, but okay. okay. You know what? Let me. I'm gonna just on a serious tone for a moment. Okay. There is something to having a thing, yeah, that is outside your normal life, right? That can be a distraction, an and a diversion, an escape, right? Mm-hmm. And for most people, that's Netflix, <laughs> right? <laughs> Same I, thing. I am just... a little bit more refined and stick to PBS. <laughs> and this goes back to years and years without cable. And I just watched all the PBS shows. My kids watched all the PBS kids shows. Blue's Clues. Bl- that's not on PBS. Oh, they didn't not, know about Blue's Clues for oh, a long okay. time. Uh, nor did they know about... Mr. Rogers? The the D word, which is, you know... Dora the Explorer? No. no. <laughs> Disney. Oh, Disney. Disney. They missed out Barney in childhood. Barney the Dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. D- so, I mean, PBS. Yes. No, no, it's... Dora the Explorer, Barney, Curious George, I'm sorry, Sid the Dora Science is not kid. on PBS. What? Dora is not? No, it's not. No? Nickelodeon. Nick. Nick. Yep. Sesame Man. Street. Sesame Street. The perennial favorite. Wild Kratz. Yes. Arthur. 
Uh, word girl. Word, word girl. Yes, yes. With yes. Chuck wow. the Evil Sandwich and for, guy. And for me. Best character ever. Down Abbey and, and, and Victoria. Well, so I'm going to have to check go. that out. Yeah. Victoria. Yeah, right, but well, make sure but you it, have a good requ- cup of tea. I was going to say, are you required to have tea? Yes, absolutely. Earl Grey? Uh, no, not at night because that has caffeine. So I have oh. chamomile. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yes. That's right. Well, so listen. There you go. I'm so excited. I thought she was going to say her kids brought her joy. (laughs) They do too. They do too. They're, they're, they do. It's a different kind of joy. Different, different kind, kind of, of joy. Of, it's kind of, of a long-term joy. Right. Kids are a long-term joy. We're happy that they are. In many days, we're happy that they are with us. And many times, we're happy they've gone to bed. Some days, we want to snuggle up with some chamomile and watch and Victoria. a British show. Yeah. So, if listener, if you're looking for joy, find that escape. On Jana's. It may be for you. It you may not. You can bond with Jana Magruder <laughs> from your own home around your own show. But it's a good way to get through the, the winter. The doldrums of, win- of Nashville winters. Well, thank you for indulging my question. You're welcome. So today we are going to be talking about ministry philosophy. Mm-hmm. And so this is something, Jana, that you and I have had a lot of discussion mm-hmm. about. Bill, I know you've had a lot of discussion about this topic. And so we want to come back and touch on this. It's been a while since we've discussed philosophy of ministry on the podcast. And this is one of those things that's just so important for us as leaders to know why we're doing what we're doing. Not just the what. Most people can tell you the who of their ministry, the what, the where, the when. And, and so we know when ministry is happening. We know what we're doing, but we don't often articulate the why. Exactly. And so we need to understand uh, for so ourselves. So many of the kids' ministry it. leaders that I, that I work with, they start with programming with no understanding of why they're choosing even the curriculum they use or anything. And the why is so is so important because I've often said if you don't know what you stand for, you'll fall for anything. Yeah. You need to know what you believe and why you believe it. It's all about philosophy. And so, Jenna, let's just define what do you mean by ministry philosophy, right? Because there's uh, we need to define our terms for people. When we talk about having a ministry philosophy, what does that mean? Well, that's a great question, and Thank you. you guys have already touched on um, on you know the heartbeat behind a f- having a philosophy is starting with the why, and just like you said, Bill, um, we're tempted to take on a new role, let's say, as a kids minister, and you immediately want to start thinking about uh, what I call the open-handed decision. Mm. So, so a good construct for me um, to create a ministry philosophy is think through and. Take some time, get a cup of chamomile tea, <laughs> and and sit with with your journal and think through. Okay, my this ministry that the Lord has given me, what is it going to be about? What are going to be the non-negotiable things that we stand upon, and what are going to be the negotiable things? Which there are plenty of in kids ministry. So if you close your hands and you think, okay, what am I? What are the non-negotiable uh, decisions? Uh, philosophies, um, uh, and certainly this gets into values and, and, and mission. But when you're when you're really thinking about what am I going to uh, build my ministry upon? What are the close-handed things? The things you're not going to let go of. The non-negotiables. Write those down, and then think through. Okay, open your hands <laughs> and think through what are the open-handed decisions in ministry. And certainly in kids' ministry, there are a bazillion. Mm. So this is everything from um, how am I going to program? You know, we always think about curriculum, program ideas, 
volunteer structure? How am I going to recruit volunteers? What kind of check-in system am I going to use? Um, which system am I going to use for background checks? All those things are open-handed in terms of you can get them done several different ways, mm-hmm. and you can get them done um, um, to fit the context and DNA of your church. So those are things that are, are negotiable in terms of um, the decisions that we make. A philosophy is a non-negotiable thing. Now, it may be that five years in, 10 years in, your philosophy can, um, <clears throat> excuse me, can take a different shape in terms of how your church is moving. Mm. But for the most part, it's going to be something that really doesn't change. And um, anyway, so that that's where I like to begin is start with the why, start with the what are the negotiables and non-negotiables, close-handed, open-handed, um, and use that as a construct to help you develop what is my ministry that the Lord has given me and called me to, what are we going to be about? So let's talk about some of those non-negotiables. Yeah. What are some of those items that you think are, are um, of a, a level of importance that we need to be uh, stick to, you know, identify and then and then not move off of. Okay, well, you know, certainly here at Lifeway Kids, we like to talk about the three essentials of kids ministry. We talk about that a lot. And if you listen to the podcast, you've probably even heard me have, you know, a lot to say about that. I even wrote a little book called Kids Ministry that nourishes that is centered around three core essentials. And so, uh, we, and we've embraced those yes. as a as a department here mm-hmm. at Lifeway. Um, we share them openly. Uh, Bill takes them on the road, and uh, as he's training, uh, we we talk to our staff about them. Um, these are things that we have championed even in our work mm-hmm. as uh, editors, designers, trainers, camp event planners, conference planners, all those things that we do. Undergirding all the scope of work, our resources. They undergird our resources. And so we like to use them here, but we also like to share them because we feel like they're great starting points for you ministry leaders who are listening either to just completely adopt them as is from us, which you're welcome to do, uh, or use some of the language to spur on your own thoughts of philosophy of ministry. Hmm. And so I'll just real quickly touch on these in case you haven't heard those podcasts where we've unpacked them um, in depth. Uh, We like to talk about ministry as being, first of all, starting with the heart. Everything that you do should be about... um, having a heart-transforming ministry as opposed to behavior-modifying. So we talk about that debate a lot in in kids' ministry. And certainly for those of you listeners who are parents, you touch on this in your homes a lot because I know I do. Um, Having a mom, having three kids um, under my roof right now, that it's really easy to fall into behavior modification Mm -hmm. when you're working with kids. Which is really just how we want you to act. We right? want you be to kind, obey. Be obedient, right? <laughs> right. Be respectful. Be That's right. All those B things. All those B things, which, if we're not careful, can err on the side of teaching morals and values as opposed to allowing the Lord to transform hearts. We cannot transform hearts in our own strength right. as much as we would like to. We have to allow the Lord to do that in His timing. But how does the Lord speak? He speaks through his word. And so our philosophy of ministry needs to be rooted in scripture. 
And that needs to transcend everything that we do because that is how the Lord transforms hearts is through his word. And so if if we have kids in our ministry, let's say facts and trends would tell us, statistics would tell us that we only see kids about three hours a month, you better use those three hours wisely. And that means... The scriptures need to be evident. Kids need to be in the word. Your volunteers need to be uh, helping kids understand the Bible, learning how to use the Bible, feeling comfortable with what the Bible says, and, um, and, and helping them own that even when they're away from you because three hours is not enough to get it done at church. So that's why we talk about church and home all the time. So anyway, Heart transforming as opposed to behavior modifying. That is one pillar, one essential that can be part of your ministry philosophy. And what would follow would be that rather than trying to uh, reach the heart by changing the behavior first, right. which the heart doesn't which, always follow, right? Because right? we can have kids who do the right things mm-hmm. and are never transformed mm-hmm. at the heart level by the Lord. Mm-hmm. Or the inverse would be if we reach the heart. Mm-hmm. If their heart is transformed by the gospel, by, by being indwelt with the Holy Spirit, by, by being uh, under the blood of Jesus, he, Jesus alone transforms. And so if he transforms the heart, the behavior will follow. Right, right. And so that's an important part of the right ministry philosophy. Yes, yes. First things first, and that's the heart. And we have to allow um, uh, space and um, mm. time for the Holy Spirit to work because that's ultimately who transforms hearts. The next one we talk about is uh, we want uh, we want to bring up the next generation of culture shapers as opposed to them being shaped by the culture. Yeah. So we have a little arrow that all these have little icon icons that um, artwork that that kind of depicts. So the heart, of course, is a heart for heart transformation uh, for culture shaping. It's an arrow because we want to release kids out into the culture and not be so afraid to do that, which, again, back to being a, a mom, um, we, we're fearful. We're, we, we err on fear because of the darkness that we're surrounded by in this particular culture. And so how do we prepare kids to be salt and light? That's a, I dropped off my boys in their public school, their public middle school this morning, and I'm like, that's the last thing I tell them every morning is be salt and light in that school. Yeah. That's why mm-hmm. you're there. And we want to be able to, while we have kids in kids' ministry, which ends at age 12, which is basically about the time a kid's worldview is fully formed. Mm -hmm. That's what research tells us. Um, And I always like to give the caveat, not that the Holy Spirit can't work after that. Of course, he can. But uh, statistically speaking, um, a a kid's worldview is fully formed by the time um, age 12, which is the time they leave your ministry and go to the student ministry. So... No pressure, kids ministry <laughs> leaders, but that is the urgency of our work um, and why it's such a um, high, high calling. So uh, we want kids to be able to shape the culture as opposed to being shaped by the darkness of the culture. So that should be a philosophy that when we're making all those open-handed decisions, we're thinking through these closed-handed things, heart transformation, culture shaping. And then the last one is kingdom expanding. We have a little crown that, that reminds us of what that is. We, we want our ministries to be about expanding God's kingdom as opposed to, we always give the as opposed to, uh, not building up our own ministries. So in, in children's ministry, it can be real easy to think about 
record keeping and how am I, am I growing? Am I attracting more families? Am I, um, um, am I, do I have the best VBS on the block? You know, whatever it is, it's not about our ministry mm-hmm. building. It is about expanding God's kingdom. And so that's another filter that we can, in our philosophy can think through uh, as we're navigating all these negotiable things. So use those uh, however you choose. You can like just rip them off from us and use them verbatim. Uh, we even, if you ask us, you can email um, somebody at Lifeway. Email <laughs> Email, email bill.emiot at lifeway.com. <laughs> and we uh, have that clip art that I was telling you about the, with the icons that we like to share for free with, with people who want to adopt this ministry philosophy. And again, you might tweak some words, just use some language. It might spur you on to think of your own things. But have something. Start with that why before you get into just all the decision-making in children's ministry because it is endless. And if you don't have something to go back to, that's where burnout can creep in, mm-hmm. being jaded, getting you know frustrated easily because uh, there's plenty of that to go around. Mm-hmm. So, but if you can have something you're always pointing back to, this is what this ministry is built on. What we're going to be about have that philosophy. You can find uh, an expansion of the heart transforming, kingdom expanding, culture shaping language on lifeway.com/kids. That's a place where you can find our resources. And at the top of that page, there's an expandable section where you can click on those things and see some wording around them. And I'm sure that we can add those to the show notes for this episode on kidsministry101.com and have some links there where you can find some some blogs that Jan has written about those things that can take you into much greater depth. Yes. Well, the importance of having a philosophy. Very, very important and foundational. Mm-hmm. Um what biblically speaking where the people have no vision they will perish (laughs) and that is so important you you won't make it in kids ministry for a lifetime if you're not grounded well and this is so very important having that foundation knowing what you believe and why you believe it because you will be challenged yeah there will be opportunities when you're challenged and um either uh, by a parent or maybe even by a staff member of what it, why why are you doing this? Why don't you go and have the horse and ponies and the big inflatables or whatever, right. which can certainly be a part of it, mm-hmm. but it's not the foundation of what we do. And we need to know the reason for those things. Now, I would propose that you already have a philosophy of ministry. You may not be able to put words to it. Right. You may not have identified it, but we all function from some sort of philosophy. Some sort of why. That's why we're doing mm-hmm. what we're mm-hmm. doing. And But I think your advice to really look at that philosophy and evaluate your philosophy, yes. I think that's a really good challenge. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then once you have that, from that, it can inform other really important things like your discipleship strategy, your uh, the frameworks that you're going to choose to... Uh, to make sure that by the time kids leave your ministry, they have gone through uh, the Bible in age-appropriate ways. And so by the time they go to the student ministry, you can in full faith know that you've done what you can. And those those kinds of decisions are informed from that why that you start with. Mm-hmm. Also, I always like to, to um, coach uh, through the lens of uh, having a philosophy as a way to align with your partners in other departments like 
student ministry. Mm-hmm. So alignment, we always say, is is kind of one of those words that uh, that can either cause great pain or joy or somewhere in between. Um, Alignment doesn't necessarily mean we're all going to study the same thing. You know, there may be a season where that works, but sometimes it doesn't work. Um, And so, but you can align on philosophy. And so I would challenge you to use that as a way to have a cup of coffee with your student ministry team and talk through, okay, here's our philosophy in kids ministry. What is your philosophy in student ministry? And can we find some common ground where we can point to the same things and know that, hey, parents, hey, families, when you send your, your children in teens, because you may have you know, one in each department or two in each department, mm. um, we know that they are going to partner in a way that points back to the same ministry philosophy. Yeah. So that can be a great tool for synergy and alignment in a way that is beneficial to the families in your ministry. Yeah, we're all in this together. That's right. Yeah, Jana, thank you so much for your time. We My appreciate pleasure. your insights. And it's always fun to hear about what you're joyful about. <laughs> so thanks for sharing that too. Bill, thank you for being here today. Certainly. Now, listeners, we have some exciting news that I want to share with you. And that is that the podcast, which you know and love, is going to have a little bit of a format change that comes up. And so I am excited to hand over the hosting of the podcast to my friend Bill oh, Emiot. Oh, my goodness. So <laughs> coming up next episode, your new host will be Bill Emiot. And I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, Chuck. Uh, um, obviously, I'm not going to be you. Uh, uh, You've got so much energy yeah, we don't and so need much two excitement. Of this. I can't, we can't, no. ha- but, <laughs> but I am looking forward to having some pretty good conversations with people. I, I told Michael that I, I, it's going to be like having coffee with Bill. <laughs> yes. I like that. And, you know, that's just a, kind of join me in this conversation. Could it um, be chamomile? It, it could be okay. chamomile. Uh, but <laughs> I like both. I just <laughs> wanted to tease just kinda, you. Uh, rot, rot. Uh, the whole idea of just kind of Join, join in and hear this conversation. I know that next week, uh, the first one that I'll be hosting is with Landry Holmes. And and uh, we're just going to have a conversation. We're going to have uh, co- coffee and talk, and you're going to get to come in and listen to that. It's coffee talk. Coffee, coffee talk. talk. <laughs> Give us a call. We'll talk. Five 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 four 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 four. Here's a topic. Yeah. <laughs> Why talk you, amongst yourselves. Yeah, right. Oh, you well, should have never gotten us started. Yeah. See, too late. There's a little bit of Saturday Night Live influence there somewhere. So, Bill, congratulations. Well, thank, thank you. you. I'm excited to listen. And uh, I, I, I know you have great things in store. I'm actually excited to come back and be a guest yes, on the podcast. Yes, you are. You are. Um, you know, Jana has really given us some great foundational conversation this morning, and we're going to build on that. I, I'm convinced that philosophy influences our vision and, minis- and mission, and our vision influences our goals, and our goals are what encourage us to do the programming we do. And so all of this is kind of a series at some level, mm-hmm. um, starting with the very foundational idea of philosophy, moving on to goals and mission. Uh, are actually uh, vision and mission and then into our goals and then what do we do with these goals? How do we accomplish our goals through our programming? Too many of us start with programming. Yeah. Yes. So this has been a good foundational conversation. Well, I'm excited for what's next mm-hmm. and I'll look forward to it. Listeners, you can still find the Kids Ministry 101 podcast podcast everywhere you've always found it. Same bat time, same bat channel. (laughs) It'll show up in those feeds. It'll be on kidsministry101.com. It'll be on iTunes. It's everywhere you want to be. 
and it will just now be everywhere you want to be with Bill. Oh. And Michael's going to be here, too. He's waving again. Hi, Michael. He's still <laughs> over there. You'll hear more from Michael in the future as well. So thank you guys for taking on a new level of leadership with the podcast. Listeners, thank you so very much. I have so appreciated my time with you and your loyalty and faithfulness to listening to the podcast. Good things are in store. And so please continue to tune in and come back. And we'll see you again soon on another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast.